to minute 58 of Movie Around Minute, the daily podcast, where we take a wild trip to the 1987 John Hughes comedy, Planes, Trains, and Automobiles, one minute at a time. I'm Rob, and joining me today is DJ Valentine of Simplistic Review. Welcome back on this lovely Wednesday, DJ. Oh, the birds are chirping. The sun is out. April showers bring May flowers. It's, It's a fantastic day to watch two grown men nearly die in a car (laughs) (laughs) I think you just gave us the title of this episode Um... (laughs) (laughs) through two grown men Nearly die in a car. (laughs) (laughs) Most fantastic day to watch two men die in a car. There you go. (laughs) All right. So minute 58 begins with the disc jockey continuing to talk and ends with Dell trying to free himself. All right. So yesterday we, we ended our messing around minute with the song ending and the the DJ hey DJ the <laughs> me I didn't even I didn't even <laughs> make that, I didn't even make that connection beforehand. Yes. <laughs> no one does. <laughs> no, they're apparently <laughs> I, I didn't know that you were in planes, trains and automobiles. Look, okay, I have an illustrious career. All right. I don't want to brag, but especially when but... you were nine. <laughs> I was nine years old here. And they were like, We gotta get this kid in here. He's fantastic. I don't know why, but we gotta get him on the radio. Well because we need... loves him. We need a DJ. <laughs> we need a DJ. We only have one. Let's fly him in here. Because <laughs> basically, what, the, what does the DJ say? Here he goes. I hope you're enjoying your evening. We're coming up half past the hour. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like me. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so basically, the yesterday we, we, we finished with not much really happening besides uh, the mess around and then we had the the dj come along and tell us that the weather has started clearing up and you know Dell just continues driving and you know that we we get i i mentioned this yesterday we get the impression that this is the middle of the night yeah this is not seems like it's four in the morning or something because it's because exactly you're just street is and everything yeah exactly they're they're on a completely deserted highway you know we we don't see any i don't think we see any cars at this point i think at the end of the week we finally see a car right but i don't i don't think there's any car i mean yesterday when when he was messing around and the car was swerving back and forth he didn't have anyone honking at him and saying you know why are you doing this or you know you know roadhog or whatever you know mr magoo stuff (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> this, this is the type of uh, highway travel when I've traveled that I I wish I could get, but I never do. <laughs> Where it's like yeah. open road, awesome. Nah, every time I travel, it's like I gotta. I'm behind a semi truck or. Well, it's because you can't drive it for you. You you, you already right. mentioned that you're somewhat right. narcoleptic, day, so you man. can't I, drive it for an I gotta drive with people, or I'm going to pass out. <laughs> That's what's gonna yeah. happen. That would not be good. We we we, we like you, DJ. Thank you. I like me too. <laughs> there you go. That's a very good sign. <laughs> so Dell at this point, you know, conti- uh, he finishes his cigarette and decides to talk, toss it out the window. And then we see the cigarette fly back in 
Now, do you think it's flying in the the? It's coming back in in the same window from the front seat, or is it going through the back seat? The physics of this perplex me because I'm like, I have thrown like a like a straw wrapper, you know, out and it'll fly back in the same window. So I'm thinking it's the same window because he didn't open the back window. Right, that, to... well, that we don't know. We, we we don't see him. We never saw him open this window either because the window was already open, wasn't it? Cause, yeah. Cause, because Neil asked him, you know, to keep the window a little open. Open for the cigarette. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. It must have. Now, it must, if I were to put money, I'd say it blew, behind, like the window goes a little bit past his head. It blew out. He threw it from the front and it blew out behind him into the back seat. But the, again, physics physics wise, this is a, <laughs> it's one hell of a breadcrumb. <laughs> <the situation>. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but it, but it works. There's no yes. question about that. Now. I mean, if if you try to watch in this minute, it looks as if the back window is open also. But mm-hmm. I think the idea is is it's supposed to go back in the same window, right? You know, actually, is it is this a two door or is it even a four, or is it a four door? That's what right. I was thinking. I, I, well, he has a back seat, a p- pretty big back seat. I would say it's a four door. Yeah. I can't remember when it spins around. Do I see? I I'd have to look again. But yeah, I I I would think it's a four door. Yeah, but the I think, whole I think like, the window open. Yeah, yeah. I think maybe it's a four door. I mean, this minute we can't tell because mm-hmm. we only see the car coming straight at us. Right. You know, we we can't say. Well, we'll we'll have to to try and research that later in the week. Yeah. You know, with it, but it looks like there might be a window open behind it, in, in right at the very beginning of this minute. I think it's at at the one second mark. You can see if you threw it out like a his window. window if you threw it out his window and it went through the back window, that's even almost more of a uh, highly unlikely situation. That's a very <laughs> that's a very good shot. <laughs> Put it that way. You need to go to Vegas with those odds. <laughs> Either way, he throws it throws it out, and we see it basically gets sucked back in and lands. We see that it lands on the on the back seat. You know, which and what's great is that first of all, you see that it's still lit when it lands on the back seat, but you also still see Neil's briefcase. Now, how is Neil's briefcase there if Neil has basically is basically reclining almost entirely backwards? You'd think that there wouldn't be room for his right. for it there. <laughs> it's, a big, it's, it's a big car. <laughs> it's it's a farming country. I mean, it has so many options, and <laughs> that's true. That's true. That's very true. <laughs> And then uh, at, at this point, after he throws out the cigarette, you see that Dell's starting to get a little uh, hot. You know, he's starting to feel that the thing that it's getting. It's uh, you know, if you can't stand the heat, get out of the, the front seat of the of the farming <laughs> farming country farming country. <laughs> there you go. And you know, these, first of all, he tries to cool himself off by 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 you know flapping the coat, <laughs> flapping his parka on him. So it's pretty funny that that's what he's trying to do. You know, it, it may, makes me wonder what has made him so hot right away. Well, you know, the window is around open. Ray Charles for at least two minutes. John Candy's not a svelte man, so yeah, that would that would get you a little. Yeah, but the, the 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 window is cracked open. You know, there is cold air coming in. Yeah, but even if, even if you're you got a little cold air coming in, if you're so hyper, so active, and you might, it might it might be a comfortable thing as well, where you know right. it's keeping all that heat that you just built up in your body. That's what the park is kind of designed for, anyway. So right, that's true. And I mean, you can see that that the Dell is sweating. 
you know, they, they, they do that really well. That they, they give us the detail that you can see that, that, that he's, uh, and then he, he comes up with a great idea that he's going to try to take off his jacket while he's driving. This infuriates me. <laughs> Every time I watch it, it infuriates me. <laughs> and it's, it's not even this movie. It happens a lot where people don't remember they have legs <laughs> I don't understand. And, and a brake pedal. And it, it, it blows my mind. I've, I've seen it many times where it is like, you, you, just stop. <laughs> just hit the brake. You don't need your arms for any of this. That's about to happen. Right. No, but he doesn't want to wake up Neil. Neil he, he's trying to be considerate. If Neil <laughs> wouldn't wake up for him dancing around like Ray Charles, he's definitely not going to wake up for him slowly hitting the brake pedal. <laughs> he's gonna no, but if the car jerks to a stop, you know, even if it even if it stops calmly, it it might wake him up. You know, he no longer has the the momentum that he was feeling up until then. I, I don't know. <laughs> I'm, I'm just guessing. I'm just guessing here. <laughs> You know, and then the the music starts changing, and we get more ominous music as things are are happening. You know, we see that he's trying to take off his jacket, and with you know he starts with his right arm, and the, then we see that the cuff gets caught on the the the, the seat clasp. Now, why would there be one there? Yeah, usually it's on the outside. On, I, that's right. This is on the inside. So a very poorly designed <laughs> farm and country car. I, I don't know. <laughs> right. I mean, you can't even you can't even say okay, it's it's on Neil's side, but right. you know that also it's also on the inside. Why, why would you need two of them? Usually, one would release the seat to go back. Not you would. Why would you need? To, it's it, right, and this again, is this is like a wheel. This this one's a wheel. The other ones, uh, the, the the one we'll talk about in a few seconds is like, a, like a hook, uh, a hook right. latch or something like that. But this is, you know, this is a wheel where you can like maybe spin it and maybe the maybe the seat will go up a little bit. Maybe right. maybe that's the the mechanism that Dell broke on the other one. Maybe or I mean I've seen that latch before in another car, but usually in the back seat where it lets the seat be taken out. But I don't know why you would need that on a driver's no, seat. No, you would also <laughs> you would also I've seen that latch that that also that that type of wheel, but you see it on the outside, uh, you know the outside side of the. Or the, the side facing the door. You know, right. not... the answer. The answer is for the yeah. joke, but just <laughs> pl plainly, is it's like, man, this is a really weird thing to get your your arm caught in. I guess they need visual representation of yeah. of his hand getting caught without you know. You have to see what's why can this move right. his arm and up it's great and it's great that it's cuffs that gets caught. You know, it's like he has these these right. cuffs on his on his parka that get get caught there, and then you know. He he tries to unsuccessfully uh, disengage from there, and it just doesn't work. <laughs> and they <laughs> they do a great thing with the music here. Every time that he pulls his arm, you hear like a drum beat. <laughs> it's just more and more stuck. Yes. It reminds me of uh, a Christmas story when Flick puts his tongue on the flagpole, and he's just like stuck. Yeah. Stuck, stuck. It's like <laughs> the more he moves, <laughs> the more it's he's more yeah, bound. He's to the causing chair. more problems as he's doing it. No, but it's also because of panic. He's starting to panic here, you know, or not yet. Right. He, he panics. You shouldn't a little more. panic. Just hit the brake. Just, just. Hit the <laughs> but he doesn't want to. He doesn't want to wake up Neil and have to tell him what he just, just did. Gently, just help. Take your foot off the accelerator. Yeah, <laughs> you'll slow down. You can pull it over. 
<laughs> it's a very easy situation. Guys. Yeah, and it's funny because they keep showing the the wheel, like he he's spinning that wheel around more and more. So if it is a mechanism right. that's supposed to change the the something on the seat, it should be changing it as he's doing that. You know, he's actually getting closer and closer to the steering wheel, or I don't know what what it does. You know. <laughs> And, you know, you, you see that he's starting to feel a little bit nervous about what's going on. And and he even tries to, you know, he leaves his hand, he takes his hand off, his left hand off to try and help. And and then we see a shot of the car on the outside where where you see the car just like shoot to the other side of, of, of the highway. It's just, you know. <laughs> and he, he luckily there were, if there was any more traffic on the road they would surely yeah, be dead sure. <laughs> that's no question about that and then he like he grabs the wheel and 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 quickly straightens things out as he's going on there and stuff like that and then as that happens we see one of the hubcaps go flying on the car you know the right the, right, the, the front passenger side hubcap just flies off okay and that going through my mind at the time is there goes the deposit <laughs> right there. <laughs> I was like, "Well, you can't return your car without, with a missing hubcap. They're gonna they're gonna take some money from you." Yeah. That's now, what, what do you know about hubcaps, DJ? You knew this was coming. I never owned you knew a car this was with... coming. Yeah, <laughs> I never owned a car with a hubcap. I've all, always had rims on my car. I've never owned a car with a hubcap. I know they uh, it's just to make the car look the 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 so you, the, the actual rim of the cars weren't designed to be pretty i guess back in the day so they wanted to put something pretty on there that you could take off and take your tire off but i every car i've ever had even my i had a jeep cherokee they didn't have it was just a rim <laughs> it was just a rim the whole time so when i watch movies with hubcats like man i wonder what and, these, these, and these and <laughs> these are ugly you know they they're they, they ugly look like, they're they, ugly they they're look like, like something that someone grandma no but not just that they look like something that somebody would have if you're trying to like you know if you know if, if you're a james bond villain you know that you you Oh, you want to like pop the bin you like pop, exactly. You want to pop someone else's uh, tire. You know, that's what... a spike is coming out of the end of it. It looks like a chandelier sideways. This is popping out of the side right. of the exactly. <laughs> so, uh, what a hubcap is? It's a decorative disc on an automobile wheel that covers, at the minimum, the central portion of the wheel, which is known as the hub. Okay, and an mm-hmm. automobile hubcap is used to cover the wheel hub and the wheel fasten, fasteners to reduce the accumulation of dirt and moisture on the inside. It also has a function of decorating the car, as you said. You know, people want it to, to look nicer on the car. The first person to be known to use what we refer to as a hubcap was in 1680. What? Yes. What? Ben Hur? Was no, Ben Hur was Ben Hur was 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 even before Yeah, I guess. a little bit yeah, more back. Ben Hur was around zero. <laughs> oh, sorry, it was thirty. Bit, it was what, thirty-three, something like that. Yeah, I was a little, I was yeah, a little off. A little, a little, a little off. off. <laughs> so someone had a carriage in 1680 where they would they they put something on it as a hubcap that they were trying to to keep away uh, dust and grease from it. Hmm. Obviously. You know, in modern days, <laughs> it's if most cars, except for cars that DJ buys, have hubcaps on them. Yes. <laughs> they're, they're, nowadays, yeah, they're mostly used to protect the, the lug nuts or the wheel bolts from rust and corrosion that can make them hard to remove 
when it's necessary to have to change your tire or or uh, or change the wheel, you know, either of them at the same time. I'm thinking. I'm just going through my brain. Like, when's the last time I've seen a car with a hubcap? I I don't know because <laughs> all my I'm looking at my friend's car. He doesn't have. He has a rim. Other friend, it's not, it's like he's not just driving like a fancy car. He has like a, a Honda Accord or something. But it's just, it's all rims now. Yeah. It's all I, I, that I see. Right now, they used to be I, made of uh, stainless steel, uh, magnesium or aluminum things like that. And nowadays, mm. they're basically almost entirely made out of plastic. Now that's right. the primary uh, material that's used for hubcaps these days. So I found something very interesting that that is directly related to our scene here. It says part of the lore of hubcaps is that on bad roads, they have a tendency of falling off due to hitting a bump. Center caps, Which is exactly. Center caps, however, fall off less frequently than older full-wheel covers, which were often quite heavy. In some parts of the U.S. and in Mexico, there are automo- uh, automotive garages whose walls were decorated with various hubcaps that had fallen off in the vicinity, and they would often sell them. <laughs> what? <laughs> So maybe they maybe the rental car place would like just chalk it up to the game, like yeah, we lose the cars lose hubcaps yeah, all the time. Could be. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> so in order for people to prevent the loss, there are a lot of people who use electric electrical zip ties to keep their hubcaps on. The problem is, is I, I would think that if you have that, then you need to walk around with with a knife to cut them if you get a flat tire. You know. <laughs> yeah. How are you gonna change your? T- but again, going back to a Christmas story, I think that's the most famous hubcap uh, scene I can think of is when uh, he tries to change the tire. He keeps the hubcap with the nuts and he flips it in the air and he says, oh, fudge, but he didn't say fudge. <laughs> and in the 50s and early 60s, that's when people started using them as uh, decorative items on cars. Plastic decorative no, items. No, they, they weren't plastic back then. <laughs> oh, they were metal. Then they were metal. Yeah, yeah, so. Yeah. So yeah, that that that's what I gotta say about hubcaps. <laughs> <laughs> so then we get another internal shot where you know he's he's still trying to free himself and he's trying very, very hard each time. And then you see the car from outside once again swerve. Now if you pay attention, you'll see that the hubcap is back. Yes. <laughs> I did notice. So you that. see you were you were, you were, you, were you were worried that the <laughs> car company was going to be a little upset that they're, they're getting a yeah. car back with a hubcap there they have magical hubcaps magical they're, they're that's why i'd be upset you lost our magical hubcap it's not just a regular hubcap <laughs> i think it regenerates and you've lost it twice i don't understand how that happens. yes <laughs> then once again we get to see dell again trying ferociously to to, to get himself you know to, to pull his 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 cuff out and and get him and he he looks at Neil at this point to who is fast asleep doesn't know anything is going on unconscious <laughs> unconscious <laughs> and at this point he he like moves to the left and and nearly hits Neil in the head by the way that that, that he gets it and the, the music of this scene is just perfect because it, it's it's basically saying danger danger will Robinson you know <laughs> it's the it's like the Jaws theme at some point. <laughs> I think I think Jaws theme would have even been better. You're right. I didn't I didn't even think about that fact. 
John Williams is expensive. Yeah. <laughs> so you got to make sure you pay for that, pay for that, the rights yeah. for that. No, because I mean, you think you, you can see what's going through his mind. He's like, okay, my right hand is stuck. So the most logical thing is to free my left hand. <laughs> right. Not slow down. <laughs> it's still to this day, but I'm like, just slow down. That's all you have to do. Because eventually, he kind of does. But that's, I, I don't know why. Again, the answer is the joke. But it's like, man, there's another way to get out of the situation. Yes. <laughs> and then, and at least at least two off the top of my head. And you wake up, Neil, or yeah. <laughs> slow down. <laughs> and then we we see him like grit his teeth. And the final shot of this minute is the perfect way to end this minute. Okay, is we see the latch on the right hand side. That's all we see. <laughs> <laughs> Staring you know, at you again. Judging you. This is Chekhov's <laughs> Chekhov's latch. Something Chekhov's is latch. going to happen with this latch. <laughs> Remember me. <laughs> I will be back. <laughs> Maybe tomorrow we'll discuss this. <laughs> all right. Do you have anything else you want to talk about this minute? Uh, just guys, if, if you're ever in a situation that John Candy's in, guys, you know, if you take your foot off the accelerator, you slow down. You, you might not stop, <laughs> but just slow down. And then you can hit the other foot because your feet are part of your body and you can hit the brake and Neil won't be, he, he will still be asleep. He'll be fine. Again, just, yeah. just, just slow down. <laughs> be safe out there, guy. <laughs> that's that's true. <laughs> Actually, what I find really interesting is you can see at the, the, at the end of this minute, the cigarette uh, carton hasn't moved. It's, it's glued still to the it's, glued to the dashboard. It's glued to the dashboard, <laughs> and and also the the wrapper. Neither of them. They're still there. Doesn't matter how many times this car swerved. You know, it all just stays there the entire time. <laughs> That's great. So the, the the script has a few minor discrepancies. Oh, yeah. Not not that many big ones. First of all, the they it mentions the fact that the the butt is blown back from the same window. Okay. Oh, that's okay. okay. All right. Yeah, and it but it says that it lands in the boot behind the back seat. Okay, I don't really know what that means. <laughs> I guess where you, the on the ground the 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 boot. Oh, let, maybe that's where the the window meets the the. I don't know. <laughs> well, it needs to be it needs to be somewhere where there's some sort of fabric. Right. That's what I would think. You know. Not really sure. At this point, it talks about the fact that he's he's bobbing to the music. That's all it says. Oh, okay. You know, it doesn't it doesn't go into detail the way that uh, that we it, it doesn't talk about messing around. Hmm. You know, here it says it says Del there there you go. Del bobs his head to the music. He's something heavily bored. I don't know what the word. I can't really tell. <laughs> he taps the steering wheel to the beat, flicks his brights on and off to to the beat. That's all it really says there. And then it starts talking about that it gets a little warm in the car and stuff like that. I guess so. So that okay. Yeah. So that's pretty much all they have for this from this one. <laughs> so um, this the segment that we do every Wednesday is Hughes Hump Day, okay. where my guest will will give their top five John Hughes movies. So. What do you got for us, DJ? My number five, John Hughes is the plethora. And my list might scare a whole bunch of you because I don't have the modern classics most of my life. Uh, number five is Pretty in Pink. Uh, 
besides it's having an ending that angers me to this day with the fact that Andy gets with Blaine instead of Ducky, uh, I still hold it in high regard. Uh, I'm a huge James Spader fan, and this is Spader at maybe his most Spadery. He's just Spader. The whole it's it's fantastic. Young, kind of creepy Spader is fantastic. Uh, number four, uh, Weird Science. Did I have an unhealthy obsession with Kelly LeBrock when I was a kid? Yes. Uh, Once does, again, who, who didn't? I mean, does, what, does, what what does, teenage boy born in the seventies didn't? Right. What, what of it? I mean, does, exactly. Does, and, does, and, does, and, and even looking back, by women, sure, it does. <laughs> what of it? I don't. Care. <laughs> exactly. Could it ever be made today? No. 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 <laughs> but, but it's a pleasure mind. But it doesn't need to be. <laughs> no. No. I have it still it's sitting right on my, my bookcase, right there. <laughs> uh, there you it, go. It, this might be it, this, I, I just love this movie and this is like Kelly LeBrock because this woman in red Kelly LeBrock it's hard to kill Kelly LeBrock but it's kind of like fun Kelly LeBrock where she's like she's having fun she's uh, you know she's she, I, I think she had a uh, star making potential in this movie but yes uh, number four worst signs um, number three Breakfast Club it took me a very long time to see this movie it, I, I mean I've seen clips and it was referenced to death but I never got around to watch it all the way through till maybe about eight years ago uh, I, I my sister freaking loves it. Um, so she was like, "Oh, we're just watching it in the living room one day," and I, I just think it's just a really well made film. And I've done no research; I don't know, but I think this might be John Hughes's favorite movie of his. I don't know. I, you might have the answer, but it just seems like a lot of love went into this movie. So yeah, Breakfast Club number three. Um, yeah, well, you see, it's funny that you just mentioned. I mean, I was, I was I'm a few years older than you. I was born in '74. You were born in '78. Right. Fine, but. I remember that I went to see The Breakfast Club in the theater in 85. So I was 11. And I think to myself, I wouldn't let – I wouldn't – I don't, wouldn't anyone, want my, my, I don't want, want my, my 14-year-old son to, to watch it. Right. And my parents let me watch it when I was 11. You know, we, were mature, know. we were mature kids back in the day. Kids I don't know if it's mature. It's just I, I say my parents are crazy. I mean, again, I don't really care at this point. You know, I don't. I don't think it. It's well. I, I can't say I don't think it changed my life. Obviously, it changed my life because I saw these type of movies as a kid, and I love movies. Right. So, <laughs> but yeah. Uh, my number two is the one we were discussing: planes, trains. It, it has. Uh, I mean, not to spoil stuff that's happening weeks in, uh, ahead of time now, but it has one of the best twists and tone of a film that I've ever seen. Uh, you expect madcap comedy, which it is, and then it just sneaks up behind you and stabs you right in the feels at the end, which I did not expect when I first saw this movie. Uh, number one is Ferris Bueller. I, I love this film. I always loved this film. I loved it when I was little and didn't get uh, some of the jokes. I loved it when I was old enough to get them. I really dug it more when all the Cameron, Tyler Durden theories came out. I, my co-host on the show, uh, I do, Justin Polizzi and I, uh, when we went to film school together, we made a short film, which was an ode to Ferris Bueller, it will always be my number one Hughes film. I love it, love it, love it, love it. I think this is the most charismatic Matthew Broderick has ever been in anything other than maybe Biloxi Blues. It's fantastic. I love this movie. It's, it's great. Okay, cool. Thank you. No so problem. the the other segment that we do every single day is Off the Beaten Track, where either myself or my guest will give a little story anecdote of some adventure or misadventure that might have happened to one of us over the journey of life. So, DJ, you got another one for us? My other co-host, uh, Matthew Stewart, we, were, I was we, take him, we took him to Seattle for his uh, bachelor party. He always wanted to go. He got to pick the place. And we're like, we're going to Seattle. And when you think of Seattle, well, you Seattle, think, why would you Why would you want to go to the suicide capital of the world I, when you're about pay, to get married? Hey, 
He picked it. I wasn't rooting for <laughs> Vegas, but he picked Seattle, so we went to Seattle. I, I don't know. Well, was he looking for Frazier and Niles? <laughs> Probably. We do. We do love uh, salads and scrambled eggs. But no, we uh, we went to Seattle anyway. It was. We had a great time. It was fantastic. It's an underrated city. Uh, I don't know why people kill themselves. Well, anyway, uh, we went there, and the first thing you think about Seattle is the fish tossing place, where you see it in the, the real world thing, where they toss the fish or whatever. And we went there, and uh, we were like, hey, waiting to see them do the whole spiel. And then we realized what they never tell you is that they don't do that unless you pay them. <laughs> you, you, uh-huh. Unless you're buying something, they'll just look at you as you're looking at them waiting to do something. They'll look right back at you and you're like, what? <laughs> what do you want? <laughs> so if, it's not just fish. Like if I want to get some clams, they'll throw clams. But the whole time we were like, we're standing here for like five minutes. Like they're not, maybe, maybe this is made up. Why is that guy, that fisherman in the thing just staring at it? So he won't do it. And then they explain, oh, yeah, you, you only throw the stuff when you buy the stuff. And I don't know if you've checked. The- they, don't, they don't have like a little monkey with a, no. with a little cup. <laughs> <laughs> and, and the stuff is not cheap. <laughs> if, you want to th- if you want to catch a, uh, throw a large fish and catch it, you're going to be paying a pretty penny. It's like 150 bucks. <laughs> so You have to buy the fish also to buy or not? They're, they're not? they're not throwing anything unless you're buying it. <laughs> so it's not like the, uh-huh. for practice or, you know, it's. No, I thought I thought you were saying that you pay them not necessarily to buy something, but you can pay them. Right. You know, I guess you know to to use the analogy of, of Vegas. Okay, you pay a stripper. You know, so it's the same thing. You're paying someone to. It's to kind of a, 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 a cross know. deal where they'll throw the fish once you buy the fish, but if you're not buying the fish, ah. they're not throwing anything. They're sitting there looking at you. In other words, you can't. You can't. No, rent no, the no. Fish. They can't rent. No, no. They don't do rent because once you once they throw the fish, they put it in a bag and they give it to you, and you move or you get out of the way. Get out of the way. But if you're walking over there to see them throwing stuff, you better hope somebody's a big spender, some kind of a Gordon's fisherman guys over there buying some stuff. Because if it's not, then you're just gonna be looking at them, looking at you, and they look like what you think. They look like pirates. <laughs> they're like long white beards, and, you know, but they're not... Uh, they, you always just see the thing. You think of Seattle them throwing fish, but they don't do it. I was very... I would I say disappointed. I was just like, oh, oh. That, that makes sense, but damn. <laughs> I want to see you throw, catch a fish. So we just... The most we saw them throw was a bunch of, bunch of clams, <laughs> which was it. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> Seattle's still a great place. Mount McKinley was awesome. <laughs> don't go for the fish. <laughs> All right. Excellent. <laughs> Excellent. So you want to once again tell people how they uh, can get reviews dot net. Uh, simplistic dot reviews is also another way to get there. Uh, and search on or I never dropped our Twitter handle this whole week. Uh, Twitter handles at uh, simple tweeters if you want to tweet the show or me you can tr- uh, tweet me at trying to be DJP. That's me. If you want to find me and uh, talk about throwing fish, which I, I I've never seen with my own two eyes other than on the real world, which is very very sad. I'm sorry. Well, you, you spl- I'm, I'm not spending 150 dollars on a halibut. Right? You got to splurge I'm, for the for the for the like right? I don't want to do with this. I can't. <laughs> All right, makes sense. And while you're doing that, you can go rate, review, and subscribe to any podcast you might be using to listen to this show. To find me is very simple. Just do a quick search for Movie Rob Minute. You can go to our website, MovieRobMinute.com. You can find us on Twitter, or you can find us on Facebook. So DJ, uh, you, you feeling lucky? You wanna you wanna try to to, to help Dill Dill get get out of that, that oh, parka? Please get candy out of the parka. Yeah, <laughs> we gotta get candy out of this parka. <laughs> All right, because you know if not, and and you yeah. come back tomorrow, oh, you're fine. God damn it! <laughs> God.
you know, it's funny. We did a sketch maybe three years ago for planes, trains, and automobiles. And I had my co-host's wife. I wanted her to do that. Do the We did the whole scene, but I changed some lines around where they're talking about the Simplistic Reviews podcast instead of I want a car. And she she was like, I don't understand this. And I played her the scene. She goes, oh, I understand it. <laughs> because on the page, it doesn't make sense. Like, why is, what's going on here? Then I made her watch the scene. I go, you got to be a nice, you're, you're Mrs. Poole. You got to, you know, you got to be nice and then say you're f***. <laughs> and she's like, oh, okay, I get it. <laughs> Such a great scene. <laughs>